1: Hello, this is Lauren Richmond of East Denver Bible Baptist Church. Welcome to today's podcast, uh, "Eternity's Viewpoint." We've been reading out of Second Peter chapter two. We've talked about the realities of sin. We've talked about uh, just the contrast between the forgiven and the lost. The fact that we all were in uh, dead in sins trespasses and sins, but God lifted us up out of the miry clay. But let's take a look at something in the be- ending of the chapter of Second Peter, beginning with verse 17. These are wells without water, clouds they are carried with a tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh too much wantonness, those that were clean escape from them who live in error. So there is quite a contrast between those that are saved and lost, but sometimes we also have a problem with people that have been saved and have reverted, have turned back to the old way. At least they give the uh, illusion that they're saved, and uh, certainly man can't make that decision. He can't decide whether someone's saved or lost or not. He doesn't know, and sometimes uh, Christians can be very judgmental about this. But it says of these people, when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, too much wantonness, they have no self-control, those that were clean escape from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, of whom a man is overcome of the same as he brought in bondage. I want to say this and uh, take it however you will, but there are people today who think that they've come to the place in their Christian life where they can do whatever they want because they have liberty, and so they can tell others how they need to live, and yet they think they can get away with wickedness and can do things that are not correct and so forth. But it says, While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, for of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought in bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. I think sometimes there are people who want to say, well, you know, uh, if there's a bunch of wickedness out there in government, then we can uh, do whatever we want because we're going to rescue this country from corruption. We're going to rescue... uh, the democratic system and uh, you know what it's okay if we want if we want to follow a certain governmental leader to live however we want as long as we uh, make sure that the right thing is done and the reality is that oftentimes uh, we have a responsibility to follow the Lord and regardless of what government is doing but we also need to be careful that we don't begin to follow a governmental leader instead of following the Lord. And uh, the Bible says we talk about people who have escaped the corruption pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but then they get again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. Listen, once a person makes a decision to receive Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior, they better live for him. Better not go back to the old life. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. And there's a responsibility, there's a danger, that can, something that can take place if we're not careful. It talks of these people who've turned back to the old life. It says it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness, then after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the cell that was washed were wallowing in the mire. So we do not want to go back to that old lifestyle. We don't want to lead people in that direction. We don't want to follow uh, Satan. We don't want to be deceived. Be not deceived, the Word of God says, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So that's where we are, and I want to go to chapter 3, Christ's coming, the second epistle. Beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Now, you say, pure minds? How do we have a pure mind? Well, the Bible says, in First Peter chapter 3 and verse number 15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And then over in Philippians, the book of Philippians, chapter 4, be careful for nothing but in everything by Those things which ye hath both learned and received and heard and seen of me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. And of course, in the book of uh, Psalms, nineteen verse fourteen, it says, "Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer." In Matthew chapter six and verse thirty-three, it says, "But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness." and all these things shall be added unto you. And I think uh, that is the way that we get that pure mind. We're thinking on the things of the Lord. We're trying to follow him. We're trying to live for him. We're trying to please him. Psalm 37, 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. It says that we might be mindful and 2 Peter 3 and verse 2, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Uh, We need to remember uh, what we've been taught. And uh, you remember when the disciples said, the Lord, teach us to pray. Uh, We need to obey the Lord. We need to follow him. We need to be open to what he has to tell us. We need to listen. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. We're told in the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31, it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And certainly that's what we need to do. We need to wait on him. We need to look to him. Uh, we're told commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. So we see the holy prophets. We hear of the commandments of the apostles of the Lord and Savior. The Bible says, Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts. There's danger out there. We need to be close to the Lord. We need to be seeking his face. We need to be asking for his guidance, for his wisdom, for his discernment that we might follow the instruction of the Lord. The Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But we know there's going to be the people there are going to be people that are scoffers, there are going to be people that are going to walk after their own lust, and they're going to say, where is the promise of coming For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Uh, I was reading recently in a newspaper about on the front page of the Denver Post It talked about a person who so-called was a Christian nationalist. And I read the article. Number one, I don't know anything about the person other than what's in the article. But, uh, you know, if if a person has gone to just some incredible uh, uh, stretches, you know, you get, go beyond the— uh, what the Word of God is teaching, Uh, but I don't know whether that was exaggeration on the part of the article or that was just the the way that that person is, but I can tell you this, you know, Christians have a right to try to influence government. Christians have a right to try to get people to live the right way, to try to get people to follow God, to try to uh, stand up for righteousness. Now, uh, it doesn't give us the right to go out and commit violence or anything like that, but, uh, you know, if if someone who's not a Christian can influence government, why can't the Christian influence government? Why why can't we take a stand for right and evil? And of course, we know that the country is divided today and the abortion issue and so forth. But, you know, we as Christians need to stand up for the things of God. We need to do what is pleasing to the Lord no matter what people think about it, no matter how we might be uh considered narrow-minded or bigots or whatever it might happen to be. It says here that this they are willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. Remember the flood? Uh, We know that we're not going to deal with another worldwide flood like that again, but there is some uh, judgment coming. The Bible says, The heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Uh, Be not deceived. We know that trouble is coming. We know that there's going to be a judgment day. And the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That person who's trusting the Lord has the guarantee that one day they'll be in heaven with God. But for others, it's going to be a very difficult thing. Uh, the Bible says uh, Matthew twenty-four forty-four. Therefore be also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. We're told in Psalm uh, 27, 1, Uh, excuse me, Proverbs uh, 27.1, I believe it is, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. And uh, so uh, we need to be ready. Uh, It's appointed unto men once to die, and after this the judgment. So make sure that you know the Lord. Make sure that you've come to put your faith and trust in Him. God bless you, and have a wonderful day.